Thank you for listening to the Ace Jewelers podcast. This is an episode of The Ace List Live. This podcast has been recorded live during a live stream, which was broadcast on YouTube, Facebook, or Twitter. This is an audio-only version of that recording. Good afternoon, Lelio and Giacomo Zokai. Good afternoon. We're all good, thank you. How are you, Alan? I'm good. To, I'm good, thank you. I'm happy to see you guys. It's a great Same pleasure. Here. Uh, unfortunately, we can't meet in person, but um, I'm super happy to have you, Zokai brothers, together in one screen. Uh, for our viewings, we take social distancing very serious in both our companies. Um, the siblings live in one space, so they're sharing a screen, um, although our software can take up to uh, 10 uh, guests on one show. Um, it's the first time we're actually... Uh, doing it this way so we have a beautiful zokai jewel on the background so that's what you're seeing on the background that we shot in our yes. own photo studio um where are you gentlemen today are you in italy yes we're in uh, our office and showroom in so, Tiene. yeah 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 Tiene. Tiene. awesome very close to vicenza i believe you've been in vicenza a few times yeah of course of course <laughs> you're in the you're in the gold valley of italy yes beautiful um so for our viewings the viewers that are joining us today and the listeners on podcast where we will broadcast afterwards um we'll do a short intro who you guys are then we'll do a a, a jewel check or a wrist check what we're wearing we have uh, the seven the ace list questions and then I want to do a deep dive on your brand, your history, your family history, and more importantly, the future. Yes. Um, so please, gentlemen, introduce yourselves. So I'll start. My name is Lelio, like we said already, I'm 27. I studied marketing at university. So today I'm in charge of marketing and brand image and communication of Zakai. So I mainly work with the social media, images, catalogs, packaging, everything related to the image of the brand. It's under my, my jurisdiction. Nice. My name is Giacomo. I'm the younger brother. We also have a sister. I'm 25. I studied finance in university too. And uh, I'm the head of the financial operations here. But to be honest with you, Alon, in nowadays we basically, I don't know, we, we do a little bit of everything. You know, I'm passionate in marketing too. So if I can help him, I always go to his office. We talk a lot. So we, we try to combine our forces in every department of the company. Thank you. Thank you for the introduction. And you guys are very modest. You are the fifth generation of Zokais in Italy where your great 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 grandfather started yeah. in 1839 in venice if i'm correct correct so you guys are venetian you're not far from there today no the heart of the gold valley as i said actually all our italian partners are based where you guys are and if i'm correct 
your great 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 grandfather started with a watch repair shop in exactly that's correct and then also branched out the family into jewelry and today yeah. you guys are vertically integrated you design manufacture everything in-house correct yeah correct. yeah nice so our, our father well, i work with my brother as well and um our father started actually working with your father and i believe your late auntie yes um, she's not exactly. with us, so bless her soul i had the honor to meet her on several occasions she was a lovely woman your father is a great jolly guy yeah who, <laughs> he, uh, says, he loves la dolce vita yeah yeah so it's it's been a pleasure working with you guys and if i'm not if i'm not mistaken we, we we've been working for a decade we we actually discovered zokai through your colleague ilaria who's amazing exactly, yes 12 years now 12 years already, wow, time flies. So I think we were the first to introduce Zoka in the Netherlands and ever since we've been had an amazing partnership with you guys, you make exquisite Italian fine jewelry, handmade, fair pricing. Um, I think designs that have uh, true Italian spirit, which I wanna take, talk yeah. about a bit later. Uh, and we actually received some questions before this session from our viewers that couldn't join live. So one of those questions actually is about that topic. Um, so yeah, I'm very excited to talk to you guys. Um, but before yeah. we do, let's do these questions we ask every guest of ours. Um, so the first ACES question is, what watch and jewel is your favorite and why? And the older sibling can start yeah so i'll say with watch so being a man and working in women's jewelry i have to say watch more than jewelry so my favorite watch is the one i'm wearing today i'm gonna show you guys which actually by the way i uh, i'm going too fast we said we would do this but Excuse this me? is a this is a wrist check so show me again lelio sorry it's a wrist what check. so this is a custom made zokai watch oh <laughs> that it was gifted to me at my 18th birthday and we have three pieces one is mine one is giacomo and one is gino that is our father so wait 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 is this a scoop and can we get yeah. zoka watches or this is just a proto it's a kind of a scoop yeah it's, it's, it's an insight <laughs> so this is the second scoop we have at the ace list live sessions we had another one yesterday with mike usher that okay. they launched the pear shaped Pattern mm. cut. So you guys soon will launch actually what your origins of Zoka is with watches. Yeah. You're also branches. Cool. Watches are coming as well. Is it mechanical? This is automatic. Nice. And you yes, it... Swiss movement? Excuse me? Swiss movement? Yeah, yeah. Swiss movement in rose gold. I'll show you better. Yeah. Is it 80 carat pink gold or red gold? Yeah, yeah pink gold. Very light nice. rose gold. Nice. This is and a it's a great memory for us because it was gifted to me at my 18th birthday. It was yeah. gifted to Akuma at his 18th. Yeah. Nice. So it's it's a very special it's a master memory. Piece. Yeah. Cool. And are you guys wearing any jewelry? We have some bracelets on, <laughs> as you can see. Yeah. yeah. We have the Zokai Smile bracelet, one of our best sellers. Yeah, which we sell very well to both men and women. Very flexible, very versatile. We have so many colors. And yeah. then this is another brand of ours that yeah. works in luxury streetwear. It's actually a brand new 
brand new project we are launching as well, targeting the fashion sector more than the jewelry and watches, though. We will discuss about it later as well. Okay, nice. And you, Giacomo? So, Rich Check, I'll give you a first insight on the new watches we'll be doing. Yeah. So basically, this is um, this is a sample. I'm I'm the tester here, and cool. uh, yeah, we're basically taking what was the watch in the '90s to 2000s, the ones that were made back in the days with my grandfather, and we're trying to to give it a new look and new colorways. So black on black. That is it we're doing. the case? Excuse me. Is it oval? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Oh, well, this was the, the typical Zokai watch that were launched back in the 2000s, I believe, yeah. late 90s. Yeah. And they had quite a great success. So we said, why not launching them again, you know, put them in the 2020s version. And, and we're oh. trying to find the colorways. We're trying to, to, work, to work out the best solutions for the watch. And then we're going to be launching this in the market. Sorry, guys. Business always keeps going. <laughs> Urgent here we need to do. Um, but please, please tell me more. And what about jewelry? Are you? What oh, are you uh, jewelry? I also have the, the Cuban yeah. bracelet, stainless steel. Yeah. Cuban it's, link. Yeah, it's matching with the with this guy. So yeah. What, what material is it made of? Oh, this is stainless steel. It's gold plated. Okay, and is it it's set or not? Stainless steel. And Excuse is it me? set with stones or something, gemstones or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it has zircons on the on the clasp. Yeah. So it's for a younger target group, street style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But we, not we, under the Zokai we, label, right? Excuse me. It's not under the Zokai label. No, no, no. It's another label. It's cool. a it's a brand new concept of fashion accessory and jewelry. Awesome. But we'll surely get into it later on when, on the discussion. Nice. So since we are talking uh, precious metals and everything, I put my uh, red gold wedding band. I have a red gold Nomos Lambda watch and my red gold cufflinks, which are engraved <laughs> with my initials. Yeah. All it, which is my handwriting yeah. and it's a hand engraving. Oh, so that's, that's cool. I did some uh, gold for my Italian friends. So that's yeah. so we blended the wrist check jewelry check with question one. So, Perfect. Lelio, you told me what's your favorite. I guess you both are wearing your favorite jewels and watches, right? No, nah, not really. Not really. Ah. Not really. For me, yes. Plot twist. My favorite watch, I mean, it has to have something personal linked to it because I love a lot of watches, but this one is uh, Cartier. Yeah. Duncan again. Yeah. It was given gifted to me by my grandfather, so I keep it in my safe, and I believe it's gonna stay there for a little while. <laughs> nice, nice, and that's I think that's the red thread in our industry. It's yeah. storytelling, it's emotions, and uh, yeah, it's... always linking them to beautiful moments. So yeah, thank you that's for sharing. True. Second question: What did you want to be when you grew up? So. 
basically I grew up in jewelry. So ever since I have memory, I've been traveling with my father. I've been seeing the factory. I've been seeing jewels around, been hearing them talking about jewels. So I never actually pictured myself anywhere else than the jewelry sector. I'm also very passionate about fashion. So right now with this other label we were talking earlier, we're getting into that as well. So I'm fine where I am. So I'm very happy with my current situation. It's all it's what I always wanted to be. So cool. Was yeah. it accepted? Was it expected of you guys? Yeah. A lot of peer pressure if you're the fifth generation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I would say yes. In fact, growing up in at university, you know, everybody has some doubts. Maybe, maybe I don't want to work in jewelry. Maybe I want to yeah. have my own path. But then, at the end of the day, everything comes together, and we're here, happy to be here. Good. And you, Giacomo? I had a little moment when I was a kid. I wanted to be a pilot, yeah. <laughs> a jet pilot first, then aircraft pilot. Then that's why I moved. I remember when, when I went to Dubai for uni, mm -hmm. I went there looking into getting in a cadet pilot school yeah. while enrolling in business. But I was, yeah. I was taking my time to, you know, to see where I wanted to go. Yeah. But then, as you said, things come together. And when you, you grow up, things happen. And we were all, always used to discuss about jewelry, at lunch, at dinner, every moment of the day. So I believe that when you reach a state of, you know, of adulthood, you just want to be what you, what you've always been. Uh, I know, I know, uh, I know exactly what you're talking about and what you're uh, feeling. So yeah, yeah. So. nice. It's nice to see you guys together, though. Probably it's the same for you. I believe no. It's the same, yeah. It, it was never expected of us, and um, actually, our parents pushed us to persuade our passions and our talents. But you know, we're in the most beautiful business there is. I mean, yeah, uh, I agree. Um, uh, the products we work with—it's creative. Uh, you make people happy, yeah. and the relationship you build up with your customers are often not one generation, but multiple generations. And it's all the happy occasions and beautiful moments in life. So, yeah, I love what we do. So, uh, I think it's a it's an honor that we can do it, and uh, it's actually fortunate that we can do it. So, yeah, yeah, definitely agree. That's we, feel, we feel the same way. Yeah. And um, the third question is, who is your role model? So, of course, when we were younger, you know, you have a lot of role models that might be <laughs> athletes, singers, and whatever, but becoming an adult i realized that my role model is for sure my grandfather my grandfather's name was lelio in fact i'm named after him yeah he fought in world war ii and he was one of the last 28 italians to come back to italy years after the the war ended and he managed to like uh, you mentioned earlier bring the a small watch repair shop into an international brand along with my father and my auntie yeah. they grew the our name exponentially so um, it's very fascinating for me and i'm very honored to be you know the the nephew of such a such a great man yeah what world war he came back he built a company he gave us a reason to work today as well so he's my role model for sure amazing i gotta stick to that too 
Good. Yes, Good. Uh, he's all my words and yeah, Good. just uh, great to have such a role model in the family, right? Yeah. Or had, I assume. So yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Good for you. Thank so the you. fourth question is if you could teleport tomorrow, where would you go? So like Giacomo said earlier, we studied university in Dubai. Yeah. So Dubai is like a second home for us. So I would say for sure Dubai. I love the weather. I love the the buildings, the vibrancy of the city. So Dubai for Interesting. sure. So how how is it that you guys, a lot of European guys with our backgrounds go either to, back in the day, London or US? Yeah. Now it's a bit Asia. What made you, or Australia, what made you guys decide to go to the Middle East? So, you know, a thing about me is that I really hate cold and rain weather. <laughs> it's and I'm very Mediterranean under this aspect. So yeah, yeah. when I saw Dubai, sun all year, summer all year long, I just went with it. Well, Giacomo studied in Australia a couple of years as well. Yeah, yeah. I did 50-50, so. The you did first... both the same background. Yeah, yeah. So I did um, two years and a half in Dubai, but since the university was Australian, when he left, when he got back to the company here in Italy, I moved to Australia to try something new. So if I could teleport tomorrow, I believe I would go to Australia right now. And which city, what area? Wollongong, it's west. Coast? Coast, uh, west. Uh, no, no, it, sorry, sorry. It's uh, 40 minutes away from Sydney. Nice. And I don't know, it's just the vibes you get working in Australia. I didn't work there. I studied, but I could see, I could perceive people working there. Yeah. The lifestyle is just, you know, very laid back, very, while they're still working and doing stuff. Cause you know, in Italy we have this mentality that if you don't, if you're laid back means that you don't work there. Piano, I believe, piano. Yeah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> In Australia, it's the, the whole lifestyle is just uh, beautiful, it's lovely, and I, be I believe I would go there, yes. So tell me now on these topics of these cities, um, Zokai is an international brand, a global brand. Um, is the Middle East a strong market for you guys? The Middle East is actually a very up and down market mm. because it, you know, it very depends on the trends. We all know the Middle East have a high expend expenditure and possibilities, so it really depends on on the trend and what the people are seeking for in a particular moment. So, as you surely know, and maybe the people watching know too, yeah. our product is very daring, is very elegant, but yet very colorful. The design is very is very particular. We put a lot of study into designing, into the choice of the stones. So our product is well received in more Mediterranean markets, so or international cities for sure, like Amsterdam, like could be Berlin, like could be Madrid. So where there are a lot of different type of people, our jewelry works very well because of the the particularities of it of the jewels can meet different type of people. Yeah, because you have a beautiful arabesque collection, and I was curious if it does well in that region or on the other markets, it does better. So that was a question I had for you guys. And you, you know, have a lot of yeah, earrings that do very well in the Middle East, which yeah. I Yeah, yeah. The, the Middle Eastern client is very, it's not only very careful about the, the 
exterior aspect of a thing, but they're very uh, careful about the designing, how it's made, why the storytelling, the all the story behind it. And then, you know, we have a great luck of being Italian and Italian jewelry and made in Italy will always be a plus for us. So everywhere we go in the world, you know, the Italian manufacturer is still very appreciated. Yeah. Of course, and being from us in our laboratories, it's it's a great plus side for our company. Nice. All right. Next question is, what book are you guys currently reading? So I'll, I keep talking as I'm <laughs> the other one we, we scheduled this way. Yeah, so I just finished Shoe Dog. That is the autobiography of Phil Nike, the founder of Nike. I read that because I was very curious. I, I love autobiographies because I want to know more about the people themselves talking about themselves. I believe it's it's much more real than than a romance, you know. So I've been reading this book. It's very nice. I would recommend it to everyone watching if they're keen to know more about Nike in their early years. It's a very nice book. So when it comes to me, I have to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm not reading any book at the moment. Okay, I've, just mention book that you liked or that many. Yeah, I've been. Uh, I read autobiographies too, but not that much because I typically keep myself updated on Yahoo Finance rather than reading books. I have to be honest. I read a lot of articles online. Whenever mm -hmm. I wake up in the morning, I get ready, I go to the office, I spend 30, 40 minutes on Yahoo Finance, on daily news and stuff like that. So I, I try to keep myself updated with the... Uh, with daily facts and stuff rather than reading a proper book. I know it's uh it's uh it's, it's not it's judgment. Not we don't pass judgment. I'll give you a bonus question. Yeah. Favorite series on Netflix. Oh, that's good. Hmm. <laughs> Favorite series. <laughs> I need I have to say narcos. I'm sorry, yeah. but I have to say narcos. No, not because of the but it's because of the intensity that, that they gave to the to the show and because of the characters, I just I love the story behind it rather than than the whole thing happening. It's just fascinating how things turned out and how things went on those on between those people and it's crazy. It's just Yeah. And, and the storytelling is good, I think the narrative is good. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Lelio, I also read um, Shoe Dog by Phil Knight, the founder of Nike, because I'm a bit of a sneaker freaker. I collect Jordan 1 uh, no shoes, way. so I have to read that book. And, and I love autobiographies as well, especially by entrepreneurs. I want yeah. to see what, 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 what is that unique selling point, what makes them that much to excel. And I found it super interesting, so from different points of views. What stuck yep. the most with me was that with all the success he had, and I think he tells very honestly about his ups and downs and how difficult the journey was, yeah. is what I found actually very sad is he had one son, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Two, and that he, no, I think he had two. And the younger one, he never had such a good relationship with him. And when things were getting better and he had a child that he had a diving accident and that's his yeah. biggest regret in life and um so so that's actually what stuck with me and then and, and 
Um, what I learned from that book is that, which, well, we're raised with that, right? Because we're in family businesses. So we understand family is important. Relationships are important in our business. I think a lot is done in relationships, right? Yeah, yeah for sure. If I remember the first time we worked with Ilaria, apparently 12 years ago. She said, here's the merchandise. We trust you. And that's how our business works. Yeah. But definitely. in the shoe world, it was just war all the time. That's why it's called yeah. shoe dog. Because it was a, a war of dogs. So, Actually, no, that, that what we're seeing as well with this new collection of luxury streetwear accessories we, are, we launched. Yeah. The fashion industry is very different. It's yeah. very different. There's not that much of a relationship. It keeps changing. It keeps evolving. It keeps turning itself around. So we are lucky. The jewelry yeah. is very based among personal relationships, and I love this. Like you yeah. said, it's, it's a very yeah. great How do I? Yeah. Interesting. Okay, the sixth I, question is, sorry, what did you say? I said spoiler alert because I might read that book now. <laughs> you, have you have to. If you yeah, don't yeah. read it, we won't talk to you anymore. Okay, fine. Talking about those shoes, by the way, and Netflix, um, I don't know if you guys seen the series Abstract. No, not yet. I highly, highly recommend it. Each episode is about somebody who excels in design or creating creativity. One is also with, uh, with Tinker Hatfield, who designed the Air Max 1 and stuff, and yeah. most of the Jordans, yeah. but not Jordan 1. So he's in one of the episodes. And in season two, I think it's the second or third, is a guy who designed the font based on type typography of watches from the 1950s. Oh, so crazy. super cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I love fun. I, so I love that. So that's my different. Yeah. It's very nice. Um, anyway, so we're deviating. So you guys do a lot with colors and a lot with gemstones. So I'm very excited to ask you yeah. the sixth question. What do you think is going to be the color of 2021? So according to our stylistic research, we believe aqua green will be the color of 2021. Aqua green. Aqua green. It's Aqua like a shade of turquoise. So, you know, it's a very fresh, light color. We see it more and more often. If you if you look around, you'll see this aqua green coming up in fashion. We see it in cars as well. If I don't know if you follow Formula One, the Mercedes, Petronas, Hamilton, they always have this this small greenish line. We believe that is the could be the color of 2021. Giacomo, concur? Do you concur? Do you agree? I do concur, yes. Uh, Did you like finance? You like the dollar green, right? Yes, yeah. No <laughs> aqua green. I don't like aqua green. <laughs> the euros, we don't have much green, though. No, we have violet, but not anymore. Purple. I don't know, honestly. It's a little bit out of my, of my jurisdiction, as you said. Yeah. Because uh, the guy here is more involved in the designing and research of colors and, and stuff like that. Uh, I've seen a lot of that aqua green too, so I might stick to okay, that. So let's, let's, let's dive in on that. Two things. So if you say aqua green and you do a lot with gemstones, would you use the greenish aquamarine? Yeah. Or do you use iolite? 
you what, know so what gemstone would you use then we'll we would go close to that aqua green so everything ranking from aquamarine to quas also sky blue sapphire everything toning from green greenish you'll look for it yeah and okay, now let's you you guys are talking about the 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 roles you fulfill in the family company you your dad still works full time yeah tell me a bit who who, who is the management so and who who does what who does the gem buying? Who does the designs? Uh, it's obviously you do a lot of finance, uh, Giacomo. Um, yeah. How big is your team? How big so, is the company? How many people are working at uh, Zoka? We have around 30 people now. Yeah. 30. Yeah, yeah. We That's have with the goldsmith in the atelier. Yeah, approximately 15 people in the in the laboratories. Yeah. And 15, even more actually, 15 in the office. Then we have old agents. The the salesman, so yeah, around that number, a little bit more. Your probably. output of designs and the, the vast collections you guys have, and if we order something, you're rather quick. You guys are very efficient for an Italian company because waiting lines are usually long with Italians. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Are you modern in your setup? Yeah, so let's say Giacomo joined the company uh, a little less than a couple of years ago yeah and it took for me time a couple of years to get you know into the flow so i joined the company in 2017 16 yeah. so it's not much so you know by the time you get a bit like i said with the flow you understand who you work with how to work you understand the identity of every brand because you have to be inside the company to understand fully what what your brand is so we are we're lucky then we are brothers we have a, an excellent relationship with our dad dad so basically we we decided to be to find our expertise in different sectors so that together we could build up the best we could so like we said i'm following majorly the design the creativity aspect as i'm not good with numbers at all Giacomo is very good with numbers, yeah, so we're following more yeah. the administration part. Gino is a phenomenal salesman. Yeah. He could sell everything to anyone, probably to yeah. me too as well. So after all these years, so we divided like this. So I'm following this, let's say marketing and design, Giacomo administration and Gino the commercial and salesman part. Yeah, when it comes to production and purchases and stuff like that, it's it's rather me or Gino. It really depends because we there's not really a we do have a responsible like a head of the purchases and stuff. But you know uh, nowadays I believe cost control is it's very important. It's crucial every time. So we try and as we say in Italian, put our nose in a little bit of everything to keep track of everything. So that's how we manage stuff. It's it's very. We're, we do have a synergy between uh, among us three and yeah. then with him everyone working here it's been here for at least 10 five to ten years at least so I do feel like it's kind of a big family Good. nowadays so and now yeah, getting back how we feel also because uh, your team members also visit us on a frequent uh, occasion now a bit less of course but in normal times and that's well, the fact you Valentina you it's coming next week yeah 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 it's coming we're looking forward to welcoming her <laughs> definitely 
Okay, so talking about visiting us in Amsterdam, the last question is, have you been to Amsterdam before? And what's your favorite memory? So I've been to Amsterdam only once, unfortunately, not so long ago, actually, last summer. First and only time, but I have to, to come more because Amsterdam is a very great city, very young, very vibrant, a lot to do, a lot to see. And my favorite memory is very just trendy. chilling around with Giacomo and my sister, who lives in Amsterdam, by the way. Now? She studies at the university. Yeah, yeah. She studies at the University of Utrecht. Are you serious? And she lives in... Yeah, yeah, I swear. You have to tell her to come uh, visit us. Definitely, yes. I didn't know that. Look, I'll tell Valentina to call her and she's come with her. She's yeah, tell her to We can help her if she needs anything. When did she move here? A few months ago. Yeah. Because she used to live in Utrecht, very close to Amsterdam. So now she's there because she has to... To make a to work for six months, I believe, for the university program. Yeah. Okay. It's like an exchange okay. semester, I think, and she chose Amsterdam because it's it was the best solution available and it's the best city in the world. It is. It is. <laughs> I've been. I've been in Amsterdam three times. Once the first time with my ex girlfriend, and it was it was beautiful. We just cruised around every single day. You know, have hotel breakfast in the morning. Took the bicycles and go back at night. So that's I think that's the best part of of living a city like in its true self. When you visit some places, you need to be out there. You don't need to search it on TripAdvisor and stuff. You just you just go and explore the city so and move around. And I see you guys it. love the laid back culture. Australia, Amsterdam, <laughs> relaxing. Yeah. Who are more relaxed, Amsterdam or Sydney, Australia? Well, uh, I would say Australia, but not in the cities, because Sydney is pretty hectic. Mm-hmm. Sydney gets gets really. There's a lot of traffic in Sydney. Gets it's more of a business city, but if you move just ten minutes, not even five minutes away from the city center, even the other districts, the residential areas are pretty laid back. It's, it's very calm. It's very nice. So I have to say Australia. because uh, And now, Amsterdam. double reason to come here, right? Besides visiting your sister, you need to visit your friend Amsterdam. So sure. as we'll soon as the flying is easier, I expect you guys here. And otherwise, take a train. Very soon, for sure. <laughs> okay, great. Thank you so much, guys. Um, we try to keep these sessions around 45 minutes. Uh, cutoff time is literally one hour because yesterday we surpassed the one hour and then we can't post it on Instagram TV. We needed to edit it for hours. So how are you guys for time? No, we're good. We can keep on going. So in that case, what I would love to do is uh, we had some questions coming in. Um, And I want to deal with those. Also live questions. Before we go and answer them, maybe um, do a bit of storytelling about the brand Zokai and the collections, how I translate um, your brand philosophy and identity to consumers that don't know you. I always say it's a fine jewelry brand from Italy, designed and made in Italy, high-end, well-made by hand, 
design-wise, classic plus means skewed to contemporary, but timeless, very vast. And the amazing thing is that you guys are agile. We can always customize. Whenever we have a request, you guys make it for us. Yeah. But then we yeah. create unique pieces yeah. basically together with the consumer. So that's what I love about you guys. Um, did I summarize yeah, that? That was, that was a great intro, I think. Yeah, basically, yeah. Mm -hmm. If we need to focus a little bit more on the brands, I believe Lelio should start with uh, Zokai, which is the high jewelry, the fine jewelry brand. So basically what we did this year that is brand new, you will see it soon as well. We wanted to take Zokai to the next level. So we said what we are very good on, and like you said, it's designing, versatility, flexibility, colors. So we said, let's focus on what we are very good at. So we... we sure. Sorry, timeout. Also, I, I remind I always say it's always 18 karat gold, always yeah. natural diamonds, always natural gemstones. Because yeah. I remind this because you guys have multiple labels, which we Correct. don't fill. Correct. And there you use non-precious metal and non-natural stones, right? It depends. So we, we have the, like we said, Zokai is only natural stones, precious diamonds, and 18 karat gold. Then we have another collection that is called Zeta Oro that we introduced mm -hmm. to the market in a few months ago. Yeah. It's nine karat gold mm -hmm. with some natural and some other ecologic stones, we call them, that are derived from glass. Mm -hmm. The other collection is called Dark Eye. That is this streetwear luxury bracelet, chains, earrings. That is all gold-plated stainless steel with zircons. So, yeah, we have three different ranges of products. But going yeah. to Zokai, that is the one why we are here today. So we... We believe Zokai, it's like I said, it's a daring design. So we want to push the limit, but yet it's very elegant. So we try to think about the ideal Zokai woman and the Zokai woman is a daring, elegant woman. Mm -hmm. So it's someone who is not afraid to show her true passions, her true self, the colors she might love. It's a woman that wants to stand out, yet is an elegant woman because, you know, sometimes when you push too much, you began to be not more so not, not more so sophisticated or elegant so we made a lot of increasing the um, increasement and improvement on the brand experience i'll show you the new box we developed yeah looks very nice so this is a new box you see with mirror texture it has a, a mirror inside nice this is all made in Italy, it's all coming from sustainable sources because green and ecology is very important nowadays. We developed a fragrance as well, a Zokai fragrance. Nice. Which goes inside the box with yeah. every jewel. So this is an original oh. fragrance we developed with some Florentine perfumer. All yeah. coming from organic sources. So there was a, a lot, a lot of studies for the improvement of the Zokai brand. We wanted to give an experience, you know, it's more of a yeah. Zokai experience rather than a Zokai jewel. Yeah. So we worked a lot during the, the these months of quarantine here in Italy. I think we worked like never before on this and we put a lot of effort, both financial effort and, you know, studying and researching and doing a lot of 
of of uh, we, we just basically focused on all our resources and on this on this on Zeta Oro, which is another project of ours, which is linked to it's more it's it's fresh, it's young, goes for another target, it's linked to makeup. Here we are linked to perfumes. There we linked it with makeup with a little mirror. Yeah, nice. So we're trying to we're trying to combine tradition who we were back in the days, our family with uh, you know with modern times. Yeah, modernity. And I'm very happy you guys raised uh, sustainability and um, uh, also um, modern times yeah what do you guys do now to bring the company into the 21st century taking the millennials and generation z especially into consideration besides the three other labels you have who are younger zooming in on zokai which that target group also finds it very important sustainability um what do you guys do besides now the packaging are you guys also a member of the responsible jewelry council so we're not yet because you know the this quarantine the coronavirus situation in italy got us pretty strong so yeah. we were forced to stay closed from february until late may and still things are opening up slowly even though our region in particular deal with the problem very seriously and we're glad now yeah everything is safe everything is good so right now not like yet but you have the ambition yeah for sure for sure we like i said earlier we work we renew all the line to be sustainable yeah. we yeah. everything we can we do it sustainable we do it green so we try to find paper coming from coming from uh, the sustainable forest sources we try to gather all the materials we can with the you know, there are renewable, we use only recycled plastic, we use recycled leather for the new shopping bags. We use, like I said, everything we can, we try to make a low environmental impact on every Very good. every line. Yeah. Very good. And and I don't need to ask if the diamonds are bought according to the Kimberley process. That's something that we discussed in our session with Mike Asher, and his father is the president of the World Diamond Council. So that I know you guys do. Uh, the gold yeah. you sort. We in Holland for all the ace fine jewelry gold we use is 99.9% .9 recycled. So we know it's ethically okay. sourced and we try yeah, yeah, yeah. to impact as those possible. What do you guys uh, source as precious metals? Is it recycled as well or is it done through mines that are governed? Mm, you know, most of it is recycled. Yeah. We try yeah, and work yeah. with recycled all the time. Okay. We didn't hear you, sorry. I said in Italy, the gold is also mostly recycled that you use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Also, the stones. I think most of Europe actually is. Yeah. We yeah. try to find stones that are certificate coming from sustainable mines or yeah. non explosive labors. You know, and, we do what we can. Yeah. And you guys, are fifth, you guys are the fifth generation and the new generation. Is this something that you guys pushed on or did your. Uh, father and auntie already start with this was it on their radar or is this something that you guys injected you know the this sustainable movement is got very strong only the past few years so yeah. for sure 
there's always been the intention to not to exploit labor or exploit, of course, the environment. But now maybe us two being younger, being from another generation, like you said, so while my father is a previous generation, technically me and him are millennials, and now we'll target our target market as well as the younger people. And we know that sustainability is one of the main aspects today. So yeah. for sure, we improve this aspect in the company as well. And I believe we had the luck to grow up in a society where this is important in, in every single sphere of your life, not only in business, while probably back in the days when, when my father grew up, it wasn't really a big thing yet. So you talked about. Yeah, it's inevitable that for us, it's just, you know, it's something that it's here already. So we don't have to, to force it. We don't have to, to think about it too much. It's just, it just comes with a, with a mindset, I believe. So, yeah. so and on this topic, yesterday, unfortunately, we really ran out of time uh, with Mike Usher because I said I wanted to talk about lab-grown diamonds. You guys are actually not that classic and old school. You experiment a lot. You have different yeah, labels. Yeah. You have different platforms. You guys work with non-precious metals, uh, natural gems, half natural, uh, synthetic. Yeah. What's, no, your yeah. What's your view on lab-grown diamonds? A, do you use them already? And if so, not, will you in the future? Honestly, I'm open to lab diamonds. I don't see why that can't be a thing. Okay. I believe though lab diamonds today aren't as, how can we say, maybe I would say competitive mm -hmm. as natural diamonds. So for sure, you know, everyone loves natural. Everyone loves diamonds for the diamonds. So we still work with natural diamonds. But I believe in, you know, in the future, sources are going to run out talking about our sector or every other industry. So I believe Lab Diamonds could be a great evolution for jewelry as well in the future. We don't, now. No, we don't work with them at the moment because if you ask me, I'm, I try and see it as a, you know, as a romantic. And uh, I believe that natural diamonds do have that plus in the thoughts in feelings in the desire of people but as he said uh, the future is unpredictable the sources are limited so we need to see where the world goes right now we we chose not to work with lab diamonds but uh, let's see how it goes i'm open as as he is but for now we're not working with them we're not right. treating them Okay, thank you for sharing. So we have almost 10 minutes left. Shall we yeah. dive into some questions that our viewers are asking? Let's go. For sure. Okay, so let me see. Um, this is my colleague, Dala. He says, good vibes. Thank you, Dala, for tuning in as well. Great vibes. Nice to meet you. Um, Ruben is happy and he's sharing his comments on Facebook. Dala was on YouTube. We're streaming it to multiple platforms. Watch for Rocky is our ace ambassador, huge fan of watches and jewelry, by the way. Um, he's asking when will Zokai watches will be available at Ace Jewelers? And he added the emoticon, but that got <laughs> lost in translation. Um, so we are in the sample step of the process. So we believe very soon by the beginning of 2021. Okay. So 
Rocky, if you want to be the first to test them, shoot us and we'll hook you up. <laughs> He's asking his question on YouTube through Facebook. Christian is asking, how do you create jewelry? Do you first look at the stone and then make a design or first design and then source the stones? Good question, so, Christian. I believe it depends. It's a very good question. though. It's a good question, but I believe it depends. Sometimes you just get an idea and you and you try and develop it from the design to then move into the stones and find the right stones to develop the, the actual jewel sometimes you just get a stone in your hand and you're like now i have to do something with this and mm -hmm. and then you develop the jewel it, it really depends on on what comes first you know but both ways are possible and and they happen let's say that most of the time though our company and myself and all the design team we got great inspiration from architecture mm -hmm. so many of our collections are inspired by cities meaning yeah. Venice collection Damasco collection the park well collection are all inspired by monuments and architecture so most of the times we see something we like we see something we love and we try to think how we can transmit it to jewelry yeah. and then everything comes up together you know color of the stones the stone the cut the gold so like Giacomo said, really depends. Great. Great minds cannot be controlled. Then jewel uh, is all, is always unique. So you know, even the process of making it is has to be unique. Yeah. Nice. Um, one of the questions that were sent to us beforehand, Jennifer is asking, "What do you think of lab ground diamonds?" Okay, we we dealt with it. Um, I think Giacomo, you said it actually spot on. Natural has more romanticism to it. I do have this feeling. I, I'm trying to put myself in the customer's shoes, not as a jeweler right now. Yeah. And I do have this feeling. I don't know. It it just uh, saying natural diamond gives gives it that plus to me. But it's I my agree. I, I it's my personal opinion. Nature is nature at yeah. the end of the day. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, it's yeah. And then for those that don't know the difference, maybe if we uh, share a bit of knowledge and passion, every diamond which is made in the core of the earth under very high pressure, very high temperatures, and there's also a chemical reaction that creates the color, um, carbon, pure carbon, which is in your pencil, is under these extreme temperature and pressures, crystallized into a diamond. And every diamond, like our fingerprint, is unique. It has a DNA and yeah. um, is never the same. So that's the romanticism that actually we're talking about. Um, I do think it's a good thing that lab-grown is out there because we will exhaust planet Earth with whatever energy we extract from it and, and sources. Um, big thing that needs to be known, we can't still make beautiful white lab-grown man-made diamonds above one one and a half carat so they sure. simply don't exist so that's a big difference it might happen one day what is a good thing is it's not fake a lot of people think that lab-grown is zirconium or zirconia which are two different things it is made out of a natural diamond and then it's grown literally so they kind of clone it yeah they replicate the it. correct word but just people think that it's better for the environment, not completely true. There's a lot of energy used 
to replicate what mother earth is doing right high pressure extreme heats so that is not completely true they say that it's more ethical yeah but with the kimberly process in place and functioning properly i think it became ethical are we uh mining is getting better safer better for the miners mm -hmm. we're using less chemicals so i think thing, it's a catalyst i think it's it's processing me personally i think it will will live next to each other i always look at the pearl yeah. market so natural pearls are small part of it and mm -hmm. cultivated is big but it's not a good example because oysters are an organic mechanism and they can replicate um, and diamonds not so it's not a complete good comparison i think maybe natural sapphires versus treated i look at yeah, that yeah. Uh, and then you have synthetic as well right yeah, so yeah. i think they will exist they coexist that's what i think and the lower price points and the younger buyers will maybe go for lab grown and um the more exquisite pieces like natural gemstones so i think they'll coexist that's my personal yeah, yeah, opinion. For sure. um yeah so thank you for sharing your opinion um so christian is on a roll he's asking is there an amsterdam peace coming and we have peace in Amsterdam, but what he means is a piece of jewel. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good question, Christian. We're working on it, right, guys? In yes. the making. In the making. In the making. Amazing. If you have in any wishes, please shoot us a message. Yeah. Sure. Um, so we have a few more minutes left. Good question from Rebecca. She shot this to us through um, Instagram. What makes Italian jewelry and design so special? I think it's a good question to finalize our live session today. Yeah. So uh, I don't think there's a theoretical or a very true answer to this question. I believe that Italy has always been, you know, famous for fashion, for luxury cars, for boats, for luxury yacht. There's just something, you know, maybe it's the place we live i still i always say that italy is such a wonderful country and maybe all the surroundings we have we are very lucky to have one of the greatest history of the world yeah. within our small country so it makes it special because we put passion we put heart into it you know also i always compare jewelry or whatever with uh, when people are not too confident with jewelry i'll say just think about ferrari Ferrari is the, you know, it's the true exponential of passion, of heart, of fire. So maybe what sets Italian design and jewelry apart from maybe other producers is that maybe, you know, you see, even though it might not be technically perfect, it is perfect in its own way. So it's it's a hard question to, to answer. Thank you. So, because I, I, I had an um, eye opener a few years ago. What would you do? You want to add something to that, Giacomo? No, I, I was just, I was just going to answer it with one word. I think it's tradition. Mm -hmm. So it's something that it's inherited from your, you know, ancestors, and you just get it, and somehow it's in your. It's something we have in in our DNA, 
I would say, because there's no technical answer to this, but with jewelry, with uh, with cars, with uh, architecture, with art, there's something about Italians that that is just uh, unique, you know. So exactly. I, I believe there's. I think so. Sorry. Listen, we I've 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 been coming to Italy as a little kid. My parents used to take us as, as tiny babies to Basel World and Vicenza fair yeah so i got infected with the love for italy la dolce vita the food the fashion cars obviously and jewelry yeah and i've i'm 41 now and two years ago 39 years i've been thinking about why studying researching obviously in europe uh, uh the, the romans put a huge stamp on everything right it started yeah. there it's, it's heritage as you said giacomo yeah. But that's a too easy answer. Why does it still under? I mean, come on, Japanese culture is old. The Chinese culture is five thousand years old. Um, there are more cultures. Why do the Italians excel? The Swiss and the Japanese are the most precise in the world than yes, the Germans. But the Italians have uh, a style. I had the honor to visit all the factories that Bulgaria has in Switzerland, and uh, Fabrizio, who is an amazing designer which we're going to have on the show, I believe, on the 15th. So definitely oh. make sure to watch it. Oh, right. it. And what uh, my friend in Neuchâtel, Diana, who works for Bulgari, told me, and, and, and that blew my mind, and that, and that opened my eyes. She says, molto non troppo. That's Bulgari. And that's, that's Italian design. Yeah, and true. so I said, I, I, I don't speak Italian, but I understood the three words. And then I said, okay, but what does it mean? And then when we translated it to two languages, English and Dutch, it means much, but not too much. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's... It's out there, but it's not tacky. Yeah. It's pushing the boundaries, it's innovative, but it's stylish. And that's for me... what he said, I believe. Because he said daring, but it's elegant. Yeah, exactly. Molto non troppo. And that's for me, Italian design. Okay, guys. So I had an amazing time with you. Thank Same you. Um, Thank I really, really hope to welcome you soon in Amsterdam. Um, the next episode for our viewers is with the CEO of Zenit Watches, Julian Tourner, which is going to be interesting as well. I know you guys are watching. Yeah, uh, I want to thank all our visitors and viewers. Thank you so Thank much. You. If you have any questions for uh, Lalio Giacomo, send it to me. I will forward to them. If you guys want to meet them in Amsterdam, we'll do a trunk show or whatever. Why not? So, With pleasure. Thank you so much. Mille grazie. Mille no, grazie. Ciao, ciao. Ciao, ciao, Lon. Grazie. Ciao. A presto. Thank you for listening to Ace Jewelers Podcast. This was the end of the Aceless Live audio-only recording. To listen to more episodes or to view them, go to acelist.com. Thank you.